0: Alright folks, welcome back to life's Mountain Westwire Football Podcast. we got another special edition here, folks. Not just me, Jeremy Moss, hanging out. Uh, check us out, mwy.com, because we're apparently having a bazillion people check us out, so thank you for that. Whether you enjoy our Mountain Westwire picks for all conference or don't, we still appreciate it. And that brings us to our two guests. So we're going to be talking about, um, because we didn't have a recap last week, because schedule stuff happened, even though the last week was kind of nuts, with not just Boise, Utah State, but Hawaii and and all those teams, San Diego State, Nevada, UNLV, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk with our good buddy Raj Prabal, who's here to talk Boise State. Say hello to the folks. What's up, guys? And first-time podcast um, guest, uh, hopefully not the last time, because we'll have you on more. Just don't screw up, Matt. Not Matt. (laughs) The other Matt. We have a – well, we got Matt. uh, I should ask you this because we'll email. Do you prefer Matt or Matthew? Uh, I like Matt. Okay, good. Just making sure, just because you never know. It's Matthew – I should actually, well, Wad, Wadley, is that correct?
2: Yeah, Wadley. Yeah.
0: Wad, Wadley, okay. See, I, this is what we should do before this show to say, hey, how do I exactly yes. say your name? Because I get that all the time, but we have Matt joining us here. So we're talking about the uh, last game. How is this going to work? We're doing this show more. I, I dubbed it kind of like a Homer show. So if you guys want to go as outlandish as you want, go for <laughs> it. That's fine. We don't care. <laughs> Me and Matt Kennerly on the next next podcast, which we're recording Thursday morning, Will be more kind of what you typically, typically expect. So if you hate that show, please listen to this one and tell us if you like this one. Or if you, whatever, just listen. That's all we want,
1: right, guys? Yeah, right. I just I just want to point out that the normal Matt. We, we're going to call Matt. This, <laughs> Matt the K- normal <laughs> Matt. Um, he, he, he's pretty good. He's objective, but he is a Fresno State guy. So oh, you had to um, bring that up. <laughs> I, I just want to let all the audience know for transparency purposes.
0: Well, that's why this show also is uh, the Homer Show. We'll just dub it the Homer Show, right? Is that what we're doing? It sounds good. Yeah. So, so let's start with this. Let's have our new person because Raj, you've been on a couple of times. Start with the yeah. Matt here. Um, so let's go back to the last game really quick, not to do too much with it because we're always looking forward, and then we're not going to touch on the uh, San Jose State debacle. So, <laughs> what? What? I'll start with the second half because I think that's the most important part. What the heck happened last in the second half of the last game when the, these two teams played in Boise?
2: Yeah, I'm glad we're not talking about that San Jose State game because 3-0 at halftime. I was. I was about to get the LeBron James hairline going, but
0: <laughs>
2: um, I i don't know. I mean, it's so weird because the first half, you know, Fresno State looked so dominant, and I was, I was thinking, finally, finally we're going to get the win. But I just felt just, of course, I was watching on TV, but you could just feel the energy just being sucked out of Fresno State play after play, and then Boise just started running with Madison, and I mean – there was no stopping him. It was so frustrating to watch as a fan because the team just looked beat. I mean, physically they were just beating them down. And I got to give credit to Coach Tarson though, because they they figured out and they made adjustments at halftime and they ran the ball with Madison over and over and over again. And it worked, you know. And then the offense came out of the field for Fresno State, but there was just no rhythm. There was no energy left at that point to – even start to come back but I mean as a Fresno State fan and you know student former student I'm, I'm used to these types of games unfortunately as bad as it sounds so in my head I was expecting it and anytime we play on the blue turf it's it's a hard place to play you know
1: Hey, Matt, let me ask you a question. So Jordan Mims got 5.9 yards on the ground per carry, and Ronnie Rivers had 4.7, but they only had 15 carries between the two of them. Is that something that you normally see? Because um, McMurrian threw the ball 35 times, and obviously Keyshawn Johnson's great. But do you think they should have ran the ball more, or is, is that pretty normal for a Fresno State offense?
2: Well, that's something I've been thinking about all year because I feel like last season the offense was so run-based as opposed to, you know, passing the ball through the air. And then this year, you know, DeBauer kind of, for whatever reason, I don't really know what it is, but he wants to throw the ball a lot more. But especially in that game, I think they should have at least just tried to pound the ball down. But that Boise State front seven is tough. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's hard in, in that situation to, to kind of, I guess, second guess. But my general thought for the whole season is, why abandon the run game when you have Hokit, you have Mims, you have Rivers? I mean, a three-headed monster at running back. Like, at the beginning of the year, I wrote that article, and I thought the running backs were going to get a lot of run, and they really haven't gotten as much run as last season generally. But, I mean, of course, you have Marion and you have Keyshawn Johnson, so you don't really want to stray away from your two best weapons on offense ever, you know?
0: No, but no, no, right. Johnson is hugely successful receiver. Doesn't he have the record of like? Didn't he finally break that record, or was it most consecutive yeah, games?
2: Yeah, uh, consecutive games mm-hmm. and receptions and receiving yards. So, so it's pretty good, right? <laughs> considering Devonte Adams went there, so you know. Yeah, they're yeah. talking about
0: high school records, Fresno records. Like, dang, he's just going uh, to be going to the Packers and take his spot next year. I don't know. <laughs>
1: So 1267 yards and eight touchdowns for the did, year. they are good receivers: John
0: Asura, Preston Williams, even uh, well, Cedric Bird. Lada, a lot of ton of good guys. A monster. Everybody, man. Whew. All right. So Raj, what do you think? Of, do you think because that was kind of Madison's? Not like he kind of stepped up for the first time all year because he hasn't been. He's been good. I didn't. Yeah. Vote, I didn't vote him first team. Just I. I, I said between him and Thomas, I'm like the whole year they both started different directions. I probably should have went Madison, but I didn't. So just you can, that's you can hate because I put i like, Thomas first team, but both of these guys kind of like different ends of the season. Thomas kind of petered out, and Madison kind of that second half, and then going forward is kind of what I thought he'd have been all year long. Raj, what do you think? Kind of what do you think changed? Anything different? Was it them just giving him more carries, more touches, to why he did so great versus Utah State, versus Fresno State, and ending the season the way he did? New Mexico, and everything.
1: I think it's two things. Like, Madison could just break out and have those games. We saw it last year against Colorado State when he had, like, 260 yards or something. So, I think part of it was he just had a good game. But the other reason is um, the offensive line has been getting better and better. And this is something that Boise State fans talk a lot about. It's frustrating because last year the offensive line was not strong at the beginning of the year. But by the end of the season, it was a pretty good unit. We're seeing that again. And... um if you have a quarterback like Rippon in such a dynamic passing offense, obviously there's going to be holds for Madison to run. But he's just really taking it to the next level. And the only reason that I put – well, other than the fact that I'm unabashed Bronco Homer, the reason this. that I felt okay putting Madison above um Thompson was because – um. Because I, I feel like Masson single-handedly won the Fresno State game, and if you think that that was the biggest game yeah. of uh, the schedule, Masson single-handedly—well, you know—he won that game. I regret. So,
0: I regret my after I hit submit. I'm like I should have switched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. Um, anything else about? Do we need to talk about the? Uh, we don't need to discuss the officiating call at the end, do we? Does that? I never talked to you, Matt, about that. Was that kind of? Uh, not that the game may have changed too much, but. When you first saw them go four four point two seconds, it seemed like no first down. What was your first reaction? What did you throw in your house?
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was a moot point at that point. I mean, I had already accepted defeat, so I I didn't I wasn't really too upset about it. Like I said, if even if it was a first down, would we would have even scored after that. So that's kind of how I feel. Okay. I mean, like the whole second half, they scored one touchdown, and then the rest of it was just the offense looked so. Uh, un- unenergetic, you know. But I do got to say one thing. I'm tired of having this picture of Coach Harson as my <laughs> profile. <laughs>
1: so when's, what's it tomorrow?
0: Doing? What's coming down? Is it tomorrow week or Friday? What's it Thursday? I guess when yeah. this is done.
1: Oh no, no, yeah, Friday. So Friday morning.
0: Is there a a new um? We need to talk to our buddy Logan here. That's another conversation. But yeah, that's
1: that's making us look bad, man.
0: I'll let him know. <laughs> know. Uh, but is there anything going on? If uh, say it went this time, or is it just we win and
1: that's it, or anything else going on? What what we're gonna do is, I, I think we're gonna we'll, we'll do it the day after the day after the game. Um, I think we'll just roll. We're gonna do avatars again. So I think we'll just make them put the Harson pick back up, and it goes <laughs> up till the day before the bowl game. So you could, so and then if Fresno State wins, um, I don't know if they're gonna get their mascot Ooh. or Jeff Tedford or one of the Carr brothers. They they can pick any picture. No, we should do. Of-
0: I have a good idea. <laughs> Whoever get because there's always good photos. I'll I'll see what photo we get through our service. We should get one of the players or coaches holding the trophy up.
1: That's what we got to put. Yeah. That'd be tough. That would be tough. Why not? Let's do it. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool if. Oh, shoot, man. That it'd be tougher <laughs> for Boise State fans because you'd have like Jeff Tedford and Marcus McMurrian holding up the trophy with the blue field in the background.
0: Yeah, that, that, it's gonna hurt, man. Come on. <laughs>
1: well,
2: I was I was kind of thinking. Um, I have a. Marching band hat from Fresno State. I want to Photoshop it onto Roger's Ooh, head or something.
1: Okay. we'll
2: have
0: to work something. I, I think the coaches we got to step it up a little bit.
1: Yeah,
2: we'll discuss
0: offline. But let's do. I, yeah, I, I I like the trophy one. I do like the the marching band hat, the opposing team gear, of some sort on there. So, all right, let's get to. Um, should we get to the actual game this weekend? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Yeah. So um, we got some questions. We'll get those later. Those will be up on the site. We'll have probably. I don't know, at least half a dozen of the guys filled stuff out a score prediction. We'll have some question draws put together. So we'll get to those in a minute. But first off, let me start with Matt here. You're back in the blue turf. Is this um? Are you more confident this time around compared to last year? Or not? Because last year, first, I won the week before.
1: Uh, did you ask me? I missed that. Um, well, sure, go for it.
0: You go first, I guess. I don't think I said a name for some reason. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no, I mean... It's just so hard because I think the teams are pretty even. And I remember like when I watched the game I told the guy next to me uh, because when we played the first time this year we just felt like Fresno State was the better team. So the guy was saying he had a bad feeling and I told him I'm like, "Hey man, if Boise State and Fresno State play this game 6 times, you know, Fresno State maybe won 6 of them and we won 4 of them and, you know, whatever. That's not the best probability." And I feel like this time it's it's kind of maybe the flip. Boise State would be like a 60% victor and that's not great odds. It's better than nothing, but um um, the the home field, the home field definitely helps, especially if it's raining and snowing because of, um, I don't know, because I feel like Keyshawn Johnson is Fresno State's, um, most dangerous weapon. And if it's raining and snowing and really wet, it's going to limit the passing game. And I'd like Alexander Madison, the way he's running and Jordan Mims, he, he's a good runner, but, um, he's a little bit more shifty and faster. And if it's snowing, you just want, you just want a hammer.
0: All right. So what about you, Matt, Matthew or Matt? What do you, sorry. Geez.
1: What do what do you think? Cause
0: uh, I'm assuming it's probably less confidence because you won last year.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm never confident on the blue turf. Ooh, there it is. Like to be honest and like I wrote in my, in the, in the article today, I have, I had nightmares about that humanitarian bowl and that just stepping on that field. It just it never felt right to me. You know, I mean, it, it's intimidating. I'm not going to lie. And, one of my good friends is is on the team, uh, wide receiver. But they, you know, they don't like going to Boise. But at least the energy when I was talking to him earlier in the week, like the team, they're ready for it. Especially after the way they lost that last game. I mean, it, it's it's in their mouths, and they didn't look good against San Jose State for the first half. But at the same time, I mean, you know, I feel like they never get up for San Jose State. I mean, we know what happened. A couple years back with Derek Carr when they're undefeated and then you lose right. the San Jose State fiesta ball dreams get crushed so it's something like that but I think the team is and of course there's my homerism speaking but go for it. that it's a homer show come on do it, do I, it think I think they're gonna get it I think this is Ooh. the year we finally beat them on the blue turf. we get them out west title I mean Jeff Tefford has done incredible things and in, what seven hundred days he's been the coach, so mm. he's done a lot of like really amazing things, and I think this might be what finally puts them over the brink of. I mean, hopefully, a, a lot of good years to come for Fresno State football.
0: I hope so. If right, we're getting that prediction all the way early, that's okay. We can we'll give scores later. Uh so let's let's go this because what we said last time. I what I really want to see is for me the best team. I don't want to see a blow because that's going to be crappy either way because I don't want to see a thirty to ten win or forty eight six if first off, that shouldn't happen, but I want to see like the last, like even the last game, it was Fresno was up re- reasonably good. Boise kind of marched down the field and took advantage and won. I want to see more of a back and forth game. I just want excitement and people like people get out of me. I'm like, well, you only like offense. Well, offense makes it fun, right? Am I wrong in saying offense is great mixed in with some defense? Like that Monday night football game, Chiefs and Rams, there's offense and plenty of defense. Can we have both?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I that, That's what I want to see. I want to see, and back and forth game, lots of points, and I want to come down. Who gets the ball last essentially wins. That's what I want to see. I want to see excitement game because honestly, like I don't care who wins. I I just want to see a great game because my team on Friday night going for the Rose Bowl. So that's where I'm paying attention Friday, which would be awesome. But we're not going to talk about that because
1: whatever. <laughs> well, well, okay, Jeremy, you are a football fan. And want to see a good game, and you know you've been covering the Mountain West for a long time, so I understand why you want to see a close game and. The championship game. But you don't, and right? Matt, you want blowouts, right? I mean, I don't want to blowout. I wanna see the I wanna see I wanna see for me, I wanna see Boise State break free in the third quarter. I wanna be up by three and then maybe put up, you know, another ten points and go up by like sixteen heading into the fourth quarter and just be comfortable. And I'm guessing Matt that's kinda of what he wants too, because you don't wanna have a one score lead against Boise State on the blue turf at any point in the game unless there's less than a minute left.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. But I think – I don't care what the score is. I just want to win this game. I mean, it doesn't matter how it gets done. It could be the it could be 6-3, to three, the ugliest game we we've won. ever seen. We don't want a 96 uh,
0: LSU-Alabama. Come on, I don't want that.
2: I'll, t- I'll take a nine six <laughs> victory any day at this point. But, yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, another good game. And, and I don't – I really don't think there's going to be any kind of blowout. I think both teams – I mean, like, like Ross said earlier, both teams are pretty evenly matched. It's pretty crazy because I looked at the, you know, roster side-by-side side earlier. I'm like, these are two great football teams. And, you know, we could talk about this later. But I'm, I'm also, you know, of course, rooting for Memphis on Saturday.
0: We'll, we'll get to yeah. that. We're going to get to that in a minute here. <laughs> so I, I assume you guys, um, Raj, did you get the email I just sent out and you've already filled out your poll?
1: Um, no, I didn't. Even oh, okay. Hear.
0: I'm gonna ask this right now because I sent this right now, like, and I filled it up, filled it out as you're talking. We're doing position battles, and there's already three responses in with like in two minutes. So let's do this super quick. I want one word answers from each of you, and then we'll maybe we'll elaborate later. Um, we'll start. We'll just go just Raj and then Matt. Uh, better quarterback t- for the team. Who has a better QB? Uh,
1: Broncos. Matt. Yeah, Broncos.
0: Okay. Running back group.
1: Slight Broncos.
2: Yeah. Also Broncos.
0: Okay. All right. Tight end. Of uh, Fresno State. Uh, Fresno State. Yeah, yeah. Obvious. Okay. Wide receiver.
1: Fresno State. Oh. Also, yeah. Fresno State. Is that, pain, that painful to say Fresno
0: State there, Raj?
1: Yeah, that didn't feel good. It's just, <laughs> just really quickly because um, I I think the the sum. Of Boise State is greater, but just one guy, like we had CJ uh, Cedric Wilson last year. I mean, Keeshaun Johnson maybe not, might not be as good as Cedric Wilson, but he's pretty, pretty dang close. Yeah.
0: All right, offensive line. Uh,
1: Boise State.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm leading Boise State with the offensive line too.
0: Right now it's a 50-50, two Fresno, two Boise, just so you know.
1: That, that's a close one for me, but I go Boise Inst- State. Okay, defensive line.
0: Boise State. Boise State. Okay. Uh, linebackers,
1: Fresno State. Yeah, Bulldogs all the way on that okay, one. all
0: right. It depends where. You also, can kind of depend where you put Cedric Wilson, but regardless, he'll make plays, right?
2: <laughs> That's true.
0: Uh, secondary. I'll go Boise State. I knew it. <laughs> That's fine. What about you, Matt?
2: I'm gonna go Fresno State, but just that San Diego State game. That 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 kind of worries me a little bit. I mean, two big touchdowns. That's, but I'm still gonna go Fresno State.
0: It's close right now. I I leaned Fresno because like it's like a receiver group. Ross, and overall, probably better. But you got Tyler Horton who can make some plays, similar to like what Keyshawn can do for Fresno right. I... So there's that's it's depth overall. It's it's still close. But I I'd, I'd lean Fresno, but Boise, but Horton. If he makes a play, man, he's what, what does he have? Rushed, three defensive
1: touchdowns. He has three defensive touchdowns for the year, I think. Oh boy! All right. So special. What's, what do you got for special teams? Uh, I'll say, uh, i would say Fresno State. I don't even know much about them, but I'll say Fresno State.
0: <laughs> That's fair.
2: I, I think Fresno State just. Yeah, I mean the same answer, but Blake kusick has been great. Is, is that something?
1: Sure, that works. Whatever you want, it's your your decision. <laughs> Go ahead. So I think we kind of just. I mean, maybe the confidence level might have been a little bit off. But th- me and Matt matched up pretty well with the... Yeah, we matched up pretty well across the board.
0: Yeah, I think, like, look at the real quick, because votes are coming in now. People must be checking their emails since it's uh, e- early evening. It's both basically offense favors uh, Boise a little bit. Defense favors Fresno a little bit. So, I I don't think there would be... So, if you guys had to pick one position group as we're doing this... What would be the one you're most confident? Like, we're going to do well because of uh, – or we're going to so – let's just say this. We're going to win because – or not win. We'll get to that in a minute. The, what advantage – we went through all those quarterback running back. Raj, what's the position advantage you think Boise has by far and away better than Fresno State?
1: I'm going to cheat a little bit here, and I'm just going to say the lines. I think in the trenches, our defensive line is really good. And um, having a guy like – having a combo like – um. um Curtis Weaver and Jabril Frazier is really good because McMarion is shifty, but Weaver is so fast that they could kind of keep um, McMarion there and they're going to get pressure on him. And I think that kind of worked. And then the Boise State offensive line has been is strong and big. And, um, you know, the, the, the strength of Fresno State's defense is in their um, linebackers and secondary. So I think... Um, you know, if they can't just get pressure with their front four, it becomes kind of hard to start Madison because he'll at least get two or three yards. So I'll say the lines. I'll cheat a little bit and say fine. offensive and decent lines will will out physical
0: <laughs> Fresno State. There you what do you got? What do you? What about you, Matt? Where is Fresno's biggest
2: edge? Well, Raj said it. It's the secondary and it's the linebackers. I mean, and, and, and it was pretty evident in the last game. I mean, we they shut down the passing game pretty well, and then they leaned on Madison, and that just tore up the defense. So but especially the linebackers in this game, they really just, they got to find a way to stop Madison it, was, it frustrated me so much. And then even watching the Utah state game, I mean, he's a, he's a good back. He's a great back. Yeah. He's, it's like, it's crazy. It's so frustrating, but you know, you can't hate on good football players.
0: No, you can't do that. My, if I am going to say an edge, I, I might leave Madison because that's, if you look at the last game, that second half, it was really the fourth quarter. So that was all him. And I remember last year's title game, which was kind of interesting. To think about it. He went out with that ankle injury, and mm-hmm. and they brought in I forget oh shoot what's his name um they brought in the backup oh. and fourth quarter transfer yeah, yeah for,
1: is he still on the team no no he he's just won in oh, one year oh one year guy
0: but he came in like it, not like he I think part of the reason there was the interception by Van der Esch at the end but I think him being because they're running Madison like giving <clears> the ball every other play he's getting the ball they brought in the fresh back I felt that was kind of a big difference last year so. Now, I don't know what I'm getting at here, but I'm just saying, like, that was an interest, interesting note from last year where he, not that he wore down at the end, but he's got a little tired. Then, oh, we have a fresh guy. And then Fresno's was like, ah, oh, crap, are you kidding me? A guy who's probably good enough, had a good game or two, pretty good. And he comes in off the bench. And, yeah, oh, that, that was just, that's got to be a little frustrating. But for me, the edge, um, I, if I'm going to pick one for each team, because I will I, I got to play both sides here just because that's <laughs> whatever, no reason. But I do think, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm not going to cheat, but I'm, I think Jabril Frazier is going to have a huge game. Yeah. Because he gets the quarterback. Because here's the thing. You can't stop Weaver. You can't stop Frazier. There's a lot of guys you can't stop. I think he could have a big game. Horton will do something. But I, I get. I, I guess I'm going to go sneaky play. I think the even though I picked the Fresno linebackers to be better overall, I think Boise's linebackers will, may have to make the biggest plays. Because they have more. It also depends but Weaver. Weaver's whatever and linebacker. It's in the same group, the line. So, like, you're with Raj, okay, his weaver, down lineman, or stand-up defensive end, he's going to make a big play. I think one of those guys could be a big difference. So, I'm going to say, like, one of those two guys. And then for Fresno, it's just Keyshawn Johnson. Like, I don't care who he yep. matches up against. He catches anything his way. And so, they need – I know they should run the ball well with Mims or Hoka back there, but get him the ball as much as possible. And then I'll go sneaky, go to the tight end. Outside of Josh Oliver, Fresno's tight end is the second best in the conference. Get, I think getting him involved, because if you go under the middle, if you do kind of Intermediate routes. You have Keyshawn who can go down the field. He can run the ball well. If they can get each three of those phases going, it's going to be hard, even though Boise has playmakers at each phase linebacker, line into secondary. It's going to be hard to always stop and know what to cover because oh, if they know, oh, we're going to run all the time, we'll have our run blitz ready we'll have our secondary ready for that if they're gonna pass a lot okay we're gonna drop a bunch because look what san jose state they rush three sorry matt bringing this up though they rush three (laughs) a lot and we're getting to mcmarion like crazy with a three-man rush and so if if fresno can get a third edition with the tight end that i know it's too many keys i mentioned a million things but i just think those are a few different things where get the offense clicking with not just running not just passing to Keyshawn. Don't let Boise secondary or linebackers or line focus on one position. So that, I think that's good. You
1: like- know, one thing I did see in the last game is that um, Boise didn't – in Boise State last year uh, versus Colorado, both games against Colorado State, they lined Tyler Horton up against Michael Gallup and um, Preston Williams, and Horton followed him right across the field. This year when they played Fresno, they they didn't switch. They had Horton always on one side and um, Avery Williams on the other. And Avery Williams, you know, he he was second team, so he's not uh, – He's not a bad player, but um man, Keyshawn Johnson is just so good. I mean, I'd rather die with Tyler Horton on that and facing him every single play. So we'll see if Andy Avalos, the Boise State defensive coordinator, switches that up or um just sticks to their, their game plan and just keeps Horton on one side and um Williams on the other.
0: All right. Let me flip the question around. We'll start with Matt here. What's your biggest concern? Is it just I know you mentioned Madison, is it just him or is there any other concern that like this scares the crap out of me? Is it just the running game and what they did in that second half?
2: Uh, I think more than the running game is just having to play it over there. Honestly, <laughs>
0: it, 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 I hate yeah, to like it's in your head, man. Come on, it,
2: it is. I mean, even like talking to a couple of teammates, like there, that's not a, a. It's not an easy place to play, and a lot of people say, "Oh, it's just the blue turf," but it's different than the blue turf. Like the atmosphere there is, you know. Of course, I've never been there for actual Boise State game, but you see it on TV. You feel the energy from the stadium and from the crowd, and. You know, it's hard. Are a lot of Fresno fans going to travel that distance right now? I mean, you hope so, but still, even a couple thousand Fresno fans versus a whole stadium full of Boise State fans, it's, it's a tough environment. And, you know, of course, Madison, yeah, but for, you know, 30 minutes of that game last time, Fresno State was the better team until the last quarter and a half. So I think that bodes well for... For the dogs this time as far as that goes, but just having to play it over there is what honestly scares me the most. I wish I wish it was in Fresno, but you know, I, I think it would have helped if they would have beat Minnesota.
0: Obviously. Uh <laughs> But so right? do we know any either of you guys know ticket sales at the moment? I saw something. I was things. just gonna
1: say I was just gonna say that they're at twenty thousand five hundred, but and that number doesn't sound good, but you have to remember that number started with zero because well, you know, yeah. season tickets don't don't count you you give them a chance to buy their tickets, but um, you know it doesn't count. So they're saying that it's um, it's a pretty good number right now to be at. But um, last year the number was at twenty seven thousand, which um you know compared to like a normal crowd which is about thirty four thirty five thousand. But it was loud last year.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Fill it up, cause they'll be. Like, I saw the twenty thousand number. I bet it'll be fine. There will be walk up tickets, and plus Boise can't complain. Because it's a, what, a 445 local kick, I believe? Is that right? 545? Oh, no,
1: 445. 4, 4, 4, 4, yeah, 445, 545 so for
0: me in what Nebraska. What'll be great about the game is that it'll start the sun, barely come up, then the sun will go down after that first quarter. then It'll get cold. And then, as we saw last time, Fresno, Matt, what's up with bringing the heaters? Everybody's starting the heaters the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. I would bring it, too. I don't care. I'd always have the heaters.
2: Yeah. I, I just... Yeah, I just know when I went there, it was snowing, and I was I was freezing. But obviously <laughs> that was like late December, so a little different timing, but, you know.
0: All right, so let me get to you assist this free rush because we didn't get to you yet. What's your biggest fear for against this team? More okay,
1: friends? I'll, I'll reset Keishon Johnson, but I'm going to oh, say Marcus okay. McMarion because um he's a good player. He didn't have the greatest game last time. I'm looking at stats, 24-35 with a touchdown, 283 yards. So, I mean, that's all right. Didn't make any mistakes. But he didn't – the thing that – he only had 10 rushing yards on nine carries. And that probably includes like, you know, a one yard escaping the pocket. That was probably a sack type of situation. But he's a playmaker and he could do stuff. And um, that's kind of what like – if he has a great game, like, you know, if he goes out with a great game, like a statement victory, him and Tedford, like like, like Matt said – is Boise State gonna just in perpetuity just beat Fresno State every single time on the blue turf? Mm-hmm. I I'd like to think so, but you know it.
0: Oh, we're gonna
1: pick otherwise. out. When, yeah, we, uh, logic says otherwise. Um, I hope it's not. Um, I hope it's not Saturday. But um, I think if Marcus Garion has a really good game, can keep the keep the rush alive and or keep keep the rush at bay. But um, because I think Boise State's gonna just try and get after him with four guys. And um, uh, San Jose State had some luck luck with that so hopefully Boise State will but if if McMarion can make adjustments and make some plays that that could be kind of scary for Boise State
0: all right let me get this thing here let's pick a player who you can't pick Keyshawn can't pick Alexander can't even pick Jabril Sorry, to you Raj who's the like one player who okay let's do it this way who well I we'd have to look that up Say first team but who's like an under the radar player that you think It could be just a gut, just because. Who's going to have, like, that big play that's not, like, a key player we all know and love?
1: Okay, so I'm going to say Kakala Kaniho. um, Bless you. (laughs) Well, well, one, because I like saying his name. And second of all... Because um, so he's kind of like been splitting time with Desmond Williams in the outside linebacker position, but he, uh, with the injuries mounting, piling up, and um, you know, Fraser, or I mean, we were kind of having to commit to playing end because just so many injuries stacking up. He got an interception last last week against Utah State, and he's just kind of a playmaker. The coaches talk about how he's always got a head um, uh, a head for the ball. He's just trying to make the big play. So I'm thinking he might get either another. Force fumble or an interception just one big play and um i don't think he'll make any mistakes so i think he he's a player to watch
0: all right what about you matt who do you think like of that under the radar player that'll make a big play
2: um there's two it's hard for me to narrow down but i think i want to go with jameer jordan i mean is he really under the radar after that kick six was all on espn I mean, but
0: close enough yeah he's not he didn't make all conference did he all
2: right but like um horton is he's going to be on Keyshawn Johnson all game, right? Or at least we we must assume. So they're gonna have to use their other weapons, like you mentioned Rice earlier. But I think Jameer Jordan and also possibly Darian Grimm. I mean, he hasn't got a ton of catches this year, but he's a dangerous receiver. Jordan too. I mean, it's his last year. He's made big plays this year. He had an eighty-six yard touchdown against San Diego State, so he's a big play waiting to happen. And McMarion just they gotta take some shots downfield. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan gets a big touchdown. You know, in a pivotal moment in the game.
0: All right. Uh, I'll reserve mine for tomorrow when me and the other Matt discuss this game because sure. I want to think about it a little bit more to go through. Um, so we're going to wrap this up a little bit. We don't want to make this extremely long because we've got two podcasts, and me and Raj sometimes can talk for far too long, so we're going to kind of sure. limit that a bit. Uh, one last thing. We'll talk about one or two other things like the Memphis UCF thing really quick in a moment, but I want this to be your most um, WWE-style – Re- reaction to why your
1: team will win. Are you guys good for that? Yeah, I'm good for that. I'm ready to go right now. And I'll say, because <laughs> go for it. Fres- good, go. <laughs> because Fresno State historically is soft. They're a really good team, really talented. They play, you know, in Central California. They get good athletes. They have a good coach right now, but they're soft. They've always been soft. Whenever the spotlight, whenever the national audience looks. In Fresno's direction, they crumble. whether it's to David Fields and San Jose State or to Boise State over and over and over, to USC in a bowl game where they should have won a couple of years ago. That's just Fresno State's deal. And now, especially if Memphis... The beats UCF, and the whole country is watching Say, hey, someone in the Mountain West is going to go to the Fiesta Bowl. Fresno State's not going to get their signature victory on the blue turf. I just don't think they will. I think Marcus McMurray, he's a good player. It's going to be his last regular season game. The the crowd and that blue turf and that defensive line is going to be too much for him, and I don't think Fresno State is mentally tough enough What's to win sc- this game. What's your score prediction, too? My score prediction is, uh, what did I go with, 30. 30- I'll go thirty
0: eight twenty seven. Okay. Fairly close. All right, Matt. Go get your um, Undertaker, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ric Flair going.
2: <laughs> I I hate to agree with Roz, but generally ah, what are you doing? generally Yeah, generally we're they've been a soft team, you know, and you brought up the USC game, which I don't even want to talk about. I was there for that game. That was just a terrible performance, but I think Jeff Tedford has changed this team so much because Last season, yeah, they they beat Houston, which a lot of people say it's just Houston, big deal. But that's their first bowl game victory in 10 years. So that's a big improvement for this team. And I think this is a much different team than, honestly, we've ever seen at Fresno State. Yeah, we had Carr and Devontae Adams, but defensively is really where, I mean, my whole thing is cliche, but defense wins championships. So especially on the blue turf, if the defense can make some stops— And you, you know, hand the ball to McMarion, who I think is, you know, the second best quarterback in the conference. At least statistically, he's had a tremendous year at 24 touchdowns, only three interceptions. So he's he's limited turnovers all year. But I think this is a much different team than we've ever seen at Fresno State in terms of, you know, defensively speaking. And I think that's where the game is going to be shifted is on the side of the defense. So uh my score prediction is 31-27 Fresno State and I'm you know it's a close game and I don't want it to be close because the last game I was I was losing hair I was just watching them get beat again and again but I think they're ready for this game. I mean the the energy around the team and the campus is just it's just totally you can just feel the difference like they got to avenge last year's loss and you know a couple of weeks ago, that lost too. So I think I think it's gonna happen for them. All
1: Matt, right. I th- Ooh, hey I Matt, just a really quick question what? for Matt. Outside of outside of Jeffrey Allison, who's the one other defender that you think is gonna step up and have a real good game for, or who are you hoping will have a real good game?
2: I'm not gonna say hoping because I know he's gonna have a good game, and Ooh. it's Mike Bell. I mean, Mike Bell has. Yeah. You can see a lot of Twitter and I mean even some mock drafts. He's he's being noticed by NFL scouts. I think he's a. Yeah, he's going to be playing on Sundays, whether it's next year, whether it's two years from now. But Mike Bell is the key part of that secondary. Juju is great. Brian is great. I mean, they have a lot of great guys in that secondary. But Mike Bell really sets the tone. And, I mean, maybe we'll see some safety blitzes, some cornerback blitzes throw Boise State off a little bit. And I think that's what they need. But to answer your questions, it's got to be Mike Bell
0: all right let's get to this wrap this up really quick great great stuff there it's awesome we told people homer stuff let's do it that's what we wanted so we're all going to be watching ucf memphis that's on i want to say abc is that correct guys
1: i believe so because american for
0: some reason gets on the uh good old broadcast network at
1: 130 mountain
0: 130 mountain time so i assume both you are going to be watching correct
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just
0: saying some people, I see people like, well, I'd freak out. Like I had somebody, I forget one of our Twitter followers mentioned, like it's going to be miserable or something. I'm like, why would it be miserable? It'd be awesome. Like not, not that the outcome, but like it just kind of be, wouldn't be sad. I didn't get their logic, but they were not like into it. I'm like, what do you mean? UCF is only a three point favorite. Yes. The injury to McKenzie Milton there is devastating. Cause it seems very, very bad. And we're not going to say anything poor about it. Cause it sucks. And they're good, and they're like when we talk about on the uh, Twitter whether it's Matt Kennerly or whoever, me or Raj or your, your own accounts and stuff. It's mostly because look who they played and beat. It's like their schedule is barely better than Utah State, and so <laughs> the difference like is that loss, the zero losses, which obviously credit to them, they keep winning. And also, I, I tweeted just now. We should check out later the Idaho Statesman. I don't know if you saw it, Raj, but they compared the twenty-four game winning streak. I for, did see that. I just put now. I just put a emoji with a sunglasses, just because. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> so we clearly know has a better win streak because Boise actually plays like Oregon, Virginia Tech. I think Georgia was in that mix as well, possibly for that
1: winning streak. I'm not sure.
0: Do but, you know,
1: um, really quick, I think it's like UCF played the Boise State 2011 schedule without Virginia Tech,
0: or even the 08, or even the 04, or 04, 04 schedule where they played Louisville and like Brian Brom when they
1: get, when Utah got in, something like that, right? As well. No, no. What I'm saying is, it's like they played the the Boise State 2011 schedule. If you take out Virginia Tech,
0: I guess I can see that. But still, like, regardless, it's
1: yeah. We know who they play.
0: But how excited, like how amped would you be if? Because like I said, Memphis is a three point dog. Um, open at seven, which was ridiculous. Changed quickly, which makes too much sense. Every time these teams teams play, it's been super close, a lot of points, and I'm not sure, Matt, how much uh, UCF you've watched, but their uh, defense is a. Uh, it's questionable. I'll be nice, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, how what what would your level between one to ten be? I it could just be a ten. Like, how excited would you be if Memphis were to win that game? When we all know going into this game, this game is going to be because the national game to watch. Because I believe the other evening games you have Ohio State versus Northwestern and Clemson and Pittsburgh, which are going to be freaking blowouts. This is the <laughs> game to watch. Like I wrote a month ago, like, oh crap, there. The end of the SEC game hopefully will be done by the time the Mountain West starts. They're going to be going up against games on broadcast ABC Fox at like 20, 15 minutes after. But if that game loses, people should watch this game only because Pittsburgh's not going to be Clemson. Northwestern's not going to beat Ohio State. And this game actually means something. You know what I mean? This game really, really means something.
2: Um, I'm a little indifferent because, first of all, I got to say – a little part of me wants UCF to get in the playoff just so they can get smacked in Alabama in the first round. <laughs> I, I'm just tired of UCF fans being like, we should have been in the playoff last year. So kind what? of, I want what? to see what? them what? In, they as they that four seed and they'll just make, get make, make thrown out, out of the water by Alabama. They
0: will make the news. the quarterback's gone. That's what they'll say. And it's like, come on.
2: <laughs> That's true. But I mean.
0: I hear your point. I like that point
2: too. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, of course man, I'd be ecstatic. Peaceful? I would oh, be ecstatic if Memphis wins. But then I'm gonna be even I think even more nervous for that game because, like like I mentioned a couple of years ago with Derek Carr, Devontae Adams for some reason I can't remember what year that was, but
0: eleven.
2: I mean, yeah, you know, undefeated all year, and everyone was talking about we're going to the Fiesta Bowl, and then we lose to San Jose State. I mean, how that was just terrible, you know. So I've I've been waiting for a shot for Fresno State to get back or not get back, to get back or to get to a new year six bowl you know so it'd be awesome for the program for the city for the team and especially for coach tefford i mean fresno state roots comes back to his home program it the story writes itself but you know i just hope memphis can pull it off and then i hope fresno state can pull it off too at the same time so it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting day
0: so i'm assuming raj if um if memphis wins you're gonna put a deposit on tickets before the next game kicks right
1: so I wanted to go to the championship game this week, and the tickets were too expensive. And um, I so I will not make that mistake again. I checked with that boss, and I can get um, December thirty first off. So I, I'll buy my tickets after the game. Have but you been I, to wait? Have you been to one of their big time bowl games? I, I've been I've been to the last two bowl games. Okay, right. but they, they lost to Baylor and they beat Oregon last year. So no, I mean you
0: haven't gone to Fiesta Bowl or anything. I've never
1: gone it? to a Fiesta Bowl. So That's that would a, be.
0: It's all I went know, to Utah 04, Amazing. I don't care. If they crushed a bad pit team. It was awesome.
1: That's awesome. That's a Fiesta Bowl win. You know, I'm gonna let me be honest about something. I and I haven't said this. Obviously, going to the Fiesta Bowl is great. You know, you know, we've done it obviously three times. But um, Boise State's really injured. Their defense is really banged up. They have the, their their best wide receiver, probably John Hightower, is probably out. Um, Nawahini, they're starting strong safeties out. Obviously, David Moe and a few other guys are out. I mean. Is it the worst thing ever to go to the Vegas Bowl and just crush Stanford? I mean, no. I mean, so, I mean, it'd be great, but, I mean, I'm not going to – I think I'm kind of in a little different boat because I'm i happy that we're 3-0 in the Fiesta Bowl. I don't know if I want to be 3-1. and And, I mean, obviously I want Boise State to go to the Fiesta Bowl because, you know, there's some Boise magic. And Coach O,
0: man. You can play Coach O, LSU. Come on.
1: Yeah, oh, man. You just – it's just a little scary because they're they're good teams, but um we thought the same thing about Oregon last year with Justin Herbert coming back, but um you know I'm I'm excited about the chance to go to the Fiesta Bowl, but I'm also pretty nervous. I wouldn't be nervous if we went to the Vegas Bowl and got um a second tier Pac twelve team to pummel.
0: I don't know, man. You gotta go for the highest. I don't care. It's like even why back in the Sugar Bowl, you know, they weren't gonna beat Georgia, but here's the thing: even you know, with Boise being down, guys, they're still really good.
1: That's true. Their yeah. off-
0: offense is fine. It's mostly outside of Hightower. Defense is where they're banged up, right? Yeah. So, just score some points. Just go out score LSU. What's the big deal? What's... Come on. They can't score... <laughs> hey, they scored zero points versus uh, Alabama. Citadel? Scored points. Come on. Be positive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean... I'm Obviously, me and you, Jeremy, once we start getting talking, we could get, get carried away. But Boise State has, I'm going to say, a Utah State-like schedule next year. It's really, really easy. And that is an intentional thing. you think that's the, easy? Just, <laughs> yeah, Boise State has a really, really easy schedule because they don't play Fresno State, San Diego State, or Nevada. They have an FCC, FCS team to balance out the schedule. Florida State does not look tough next year. So, you know, we could just kind of walk to the NY6 next year. But, you know, obviously... <laughs> I want to go to the Fiesta Bowl. I'm just saying if they, if Memphis wins, or if Memphis loses, it's not the end of the world for me as a Boise State fan.
2: Okay.
0: What about, okay, so let's wrap this up here, Matt. Any final thoughts you want to say about this matchup or anything?
2: Not really the matchup, but I just think this is a great opportunity for the conference in general. I mean, yeah. Boise State's yeah. been to the Fiesta Bowl, but Utah State, Fresno State, Boise State, I mean, they've all been top 25 teams, and I think at the end of the year, they should all be ranked top 25. It's it's been a great year for the Mountain West as a conference, and I think it's great to finally get the respect. I mean, I know a lot of times it's only been like a a one horse race, you know. And for me, Fresno State, we were three and nine, we were one and eleven two years ago. So I never thought it would. And I'll I'll admit it, I did not like the Tedford hire. You know, me and Matt Kennedy talked about that. Neither too. did
0: I. It's a and, just the worries yeah. I don't like as much because it was. The most obvious and worst kept secret ever. That's the reason right. I think most people didn't like it. Who are against it?
2: But he's been unbelievable at Fresno State. It's it's insane how big of a turnaround they've had. So it's just it's great as a fan and a, you know a former student to be in this position where finally, you know, I was here when Pat Hill was the coach. I saw the transition to DeRuiter. They did good, and then he fell off. And it's great to be back to. You know, this, this, it's a great program. It's like Raj said, We get good recruits. It's it's hard to recruit in the area, but I'm, I'm excited for this game on Saturday. That's all I'm going to say. And if I'm going to say when Fresno State wins, Raj better be ready for something because it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a pleasant.
1: Uh, it's going to be tough.
2: Yeah.
1: I, you know what? I'm going to say this. You know, on the way out, I will be on Twitter after the game and the next day, and I'll take my medicine if Fresno <laughs> State wins. So I, I I give that that to our Mountain West, Mountain West Wired listeners. I will be on Twitter <laughs> the day, the next day, and I will take my medicine. But I will also be able to dish some. I'll have a little fun if Boise State wins. It do <laughs> it's all good.
0: All right. So, all right. excellent. So this was our home edition. So we got to get the insight from you two guys who follow the team much more closely. Because, I do? I, I I know I know enough what I'm talking about. But you guys are invested, passionate into what's going on. So. Here's what I do. Go give everyone a follow who's on the show. If you want to give me a follow, cool. Jeremy Moss, whatever. I have plenty and I don't care. Um, but I always <laughs> like more. I, it's mostly for you guys. So we have good buddy Raj Prabal. Raja bleeds blue. Very simple. And then we also have uh, Matt Wedley. Wow, jeez.
2: Wadley. Wad- I'm terrible.
0: Hey, if you listen to the show ever, you know I screw up names, even though this one's not very difficult. Just, I look <laughs> at him like, I know it's not that hard. I'm like, oh, crap. It is Um, Matt, W-A-D l-e-i-g-h 559 so check that out we'll retweet it from our main account for who's on so you can just go follow us there at mwcr and find it there will be more Fresno State stuff up for the week by everybody by both Matts, Raj, uh, Colin, Eric awesome stuff up we're gonna do some position advantages we have our podcast with matt kennerly tomorrow we'll dive, or i guess whenever you're listening tomorrow could be who knows when but whenever you're listening so just keep following us I, I i've thought about this guys what do you think really quick maybe i'll send this as a group message but we'll workshop on the air so we do like a rank the top 10 players really quick not now but i mean just for a quick article for this game yeah why not like give us a top Well, like here's the top 10 players overall does that work maybe
1: yeah. Literally. Yeah. You know what? We we could do we could do the top five Boise State players and the top five um, Fresno State players, and then maybe Jeremy, you could be the neutral arbiter and put those in the top ten order.
0: And for people who know me, I guess that I have to go Fresno one through five because I guess people say hate Boise. So Ooh, done. Yeah. I mean, you might as well. It's not true. It's not true, folks. Whatever. Um, we may do something like that. We will discuss offline about it. But thanks for everyone who listened. Again, mwr.com, Twitter, Facebook, Mount MWC Wire um itunes stitcher spreaker blog talk radio wherever podcasts are sold or for free you can get those because hey we like to have some fun and we'll be back and you guys ready for saturday
1: i'm ready all right folks
0: see you next time